Welcome to Across the Margin, the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Shields. Across the Margin podcast is a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Check out all their podcasts, all their live events, everything they got going on over at OsirisPod.com. This episode of Across the Margin, the podcast presents an interview with musician Mike Baguetta, one third of the experimental rock slash punk band Mainstream Stop Valve, also goes as MSSV. MSSV recently released their second studio album, Human Reaction. The album at the center of this episode in their typical style with a 48-show tour in the U.S. and parts of Canada. The band, composed of guitarist Mike Baguetta, Stephen Hodges on the drums, and Mike Watt on bass, creates music that is an unimagined hybrid of punk power trio and a dreamy experimental rock band, though they prefer the term post-genre. Recorded mostly on May Day, immediately following the last tour, Human Reaction traverses a deeply broad sonic landscape, as expected from this nearly unclassifiable group, with inventive churning drum textures from Hodges, and instantly identifiable sound honed in his days with Tom Waits and David Lynch, and the full steam ahead, all-in attitude from Watt, as he's displayed throughout his storied career with Minutemen, Firehose, and The Stooges. There's still the impression of a pressure, combustion, power, and hissing clouds of sonic poetry as premier guitar so well put. Also evident is the more fearless exploring that comes from a band that has spent a lot of time together crafting their vision. Before we go any further, I'd like to present a taste of two tracks. The first is the title track of the album, Human Reaction. Staring straight into the sun I can't tell I might be dead Well, I'm pretty sure it's all in my head What am I without any sin? Don't want to fight Because I don't want to win Often I question Often I see Often I wonder, often I be It's a human reaction, human reaction, a human reaction, human reaction, it's a human reaction, human reaction, a human reaction, human reaction And now to exhibit the diversity found on the album. Here's a sampling of a song called Pity Parody.
Love that song. So, in this episode, me and Mike discuss the origins of MSSV before diving in deeply about how their second album came to life on the road. We discuss the band's lyrical awakening featured on the album, working on music with Nels Klein, the forthcoming 58-date fall tour, and so much more. Mike is a tremendous musician, as well as Stephen Hodges on drums and Mike Watt on bass. They work so well together. The album is excellent. Get your hands on it, and I have no doubt you will enjoy this interview with Mike Baguetta. Cross the margin. Cross the margin. podcast congrats on it by the way too i'm excited i think tomorrow it comes out and i'm excited for everyone to get a chance to uh hear what i've been listening to for the last like week or so um you know i'm gonna um get a little more pointed obviously with the questions but i'd love to hear generally um kind of uh for those uninitiated to mssv i love the name main Mainstream stop bell. It's awesome. Um, I was wondering if you could just describe this project a little bit and, and, and you know, what the three of you uh, got going on. Uh, yeah, uh, MSSV is my band with um, Stephen Hodges on drums and Mike Watt on bass. Uh, and we all sing some in it, too. I play guitar and I write the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, this is our second studio album uh, that's coming out Friday. And uh, we're about to do a, a 58 show. Uh, tour in North America starting September five to uh, help promote the record too. That's that's fantastic. I uh, fifty. I can't wait to. T- I want to talk about the tour a little bit. You guys definitely yeah. get there and get into it, which is awesome. But um, how long have you been playing with uh, Stephen and Mike? Those two forces of nature, along with yourself. Where'd you link with them? Yeah, this band has been around since two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. We did our first tour. Uh, I guess, yeah, spring of 2019, um, after the Wall of Flowers record came out. That was a record that me and Watt did with Jim Keltner on drums. Um, And uh, Stephen agreed to uh, help us out with that tour. And Mm -hmm. that was 10 days, uh, 10 shows in 10 days, coast to coast. And we played music, some music from Wall of Flowers. We played some music from uh, Watt's uh, first opera, Contemplating the Engine Room, which has Hodges on drums on that. I love that. And uh, a few more originals. And about halfway through the tour, we decided, you know, it'd be probably really smart if I uh, wrote music specifically for these guys instead of kind of putting a a set together of other sorts of things uh, now that we had all kind of gotten to know each other uh, playing after a few days. So... That was the start of mainstream stop valve uh, in that in that zone. I guess that's four years ago now. Well, yeah. So so that's kind of um, I find that really interesting, and it also makes a lot of sense that a lot of these songs kind of come together on the road. You three are out there. Uh, you do these extensive tours. You already mentioned fifty eight, and so this is kind of how um, you know when these songs come to life. You're playing them, concocting them, and then playing them live and and, and adjusting on the road. Is that the case? Yeah, pretty much. I write the music beforehand and I kind of make my like dumb little sounding demos and I send them out. But the parts that I write, the drum part and the bass part, um, I write really specifically with the sound of these two guys in mind. I'm not just writing like a general 
drum part or a general bass part, I want to hear the sound of Hodge's bass drum. I want to hear his, his the way he hits the snare, his cymbals, the way Watt touches the bass, the way he attacks with the right hand, the sound uh-huh. from his amp. All, you know, that's how it get, gets together. So I send them their parts ahead of time, and I learn my parts that I wrote, and then we get together for a practice before we hit the road, which we're doing uh-huh. right now out yeah. in SoCal here. And then, yeah, you know... Th- it's not like written in stone. They're welcome to change things. They're welcome to bring better ideas because that's not going to be hard to find. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just kind of change things and they evolve even more on the road. And that's why we've been making the records right at the end of the tours because the new music gets to a place that you could never, you could never imagine it getting to just from a couple of rehearsals, you know, yeah, like to yeah. play them every night for two months, like wow. the way we did this record after last year's tour. Uh, you know, it, it's like a real gift. Yeah, that's cool. There's a pragmatism to it as well. Because if I'm right, sounds like you're you're getting things ready in SoCal now. But I mean, you do you live in Florida? Yeah, I live in Gainesville, Florida. Yep. And then you got them in SoCal. So obviously, there's a pragmatism to you guys uh, putting this together when when you are together on the road. So um, what's interesting about this album, this second album of yours, um, until now, the your work with this this band, um, MSSV, has been mostly instrumental. And uh, things have changed, and I find this great. The, there's three tracks on this where there are lyrics, and I, I'm a big fan of all three of them, including um, including the title track. What was the thought process or you know, what happened uh, that, that kind of brought this lyrical awakening to the band? Yeah, uh, well, there's four tracks that have vocals on this record. But, you know, the previous one, uh, Mainstream Stop Valve, also had a couple of tracks uh, with vocals, but that was only with Watt um, doing the words. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of our seven inches, uh, the Scott Iker EP, um, that also has words with um, with Watt doing the words. But but that's kind of key, the Scott Iker EP, because I. Uh, we, we got four panels from this great artist, Scott Eicher, to kind of make a, a little sort of mini suite to. And so in my mind, the way I wrote the music was I came up with kind of a kind of like a movie, like a storyline about what these four characters were doing together. And I wrote a kind of a screenplay and then I scored it for myself. Right. And that's oh, how dope. we came up with with that music. Yeah. And I, I told Watt, you know, maybe a couple of these would benefit from some words. And he mm-hmm. asked like, well, what's the storyline? So I kind of sent it to him. And then when he sent me back his recording of the words, because we were recording all this separately during lockdown, yeah, I yeah. realized, like, listening to the lyrics, I was like, wait a minute, I think that's just what I wrote, you know? And it pretty much was what I'd sent him. He just sort of tweaked it a little bit and made uh, it fit. He was feeling And it. I realized, yeah, I realized, like, oh, I guess I can write lyrics if that's kind of all it is. And, and he and I had talked a bunch about that on the road last year, and... um I've always kind of liked, you know, of course I've loved music that has words in it. Yeah. Uh, but I just sort of had an experience like when I was in my teens, like I had a guitar teacher and he kind of, you know, I, I sort of sang something at a, at a show and he was like, yeah, the guitar playing sounds good, but maybe, maybe no more singing <laughs> for a while. So it kind of, Damn. yeah, it was totally like, Oh man. Yeah. So I'll never sing again. Right. But I've always kind of wanted to. Yeah. And so I felt really encouraged. Um, from Watt doing that with my words and I asked them if they'd mind if I tried if I tried it out and they were like way into it like yeah of course you should try it out and so um that's what we did so last year on tour 
when we were getting this music from Human Reaction ready, I sang every night on tour. We recorded the album. And now the new music that we're going to do on this tour that we're going to record at the end of this for our what will end up being our third studio album, um, that's mostly me singing on that this time. So it's been a real, like, um, again, like a real gift to kind of have uh, the space and encouragement to try that out with, with my friends, you know. That's that's really cool. I was about to ask if there's, uh, you know, more lyrics uh, seeping in to uh, to these amazing, amazing songs moving forward. You know what? It's kind of interesting to me, the the, the lyric songs, and I apologize, I said there's three, there's four on it. Um, they have a big energy. And I, I didn't know if they started out like that if, or, or if there's any thought process between kind of quiet moments and uh, and louder moments on the album, because there's there's ups and downs in, 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 a, in a beautiful way. Yeah, well, dynamics became a really important thing for us last year when we were playing some of the new music. You know, the music was kind of set and, um, you know, we have a way that we play and we listen to each other when we play and we respond to each other in the songs. But the more we were doing it, the more we realized, like, kind of making really dramatic investment in the dynamic range is really important to this music. So we spent a lot of time working that out for this music, especially playing it on the road every night. Yeah. And that's become a really important thing to the band and the new music as well, like really ringing out every last drop of drama you can get from the quietest quiet and the loudest wow. of the loud. Yeah. Yeah, there's a tension that that builds in some of those quieter moments that that really that feel you can really feel it. it's great um, to kind of like dig into the lyrics just a little bit on human reaction. The title track, there's a, you know, I was just listening to it over and over again. I was kind of feeling that there's um, it, it almost spoke to me in a way. And I always feel weird when I do this to a musician uh, about their lyrics, but I'm just kind of sharing my ideas of it. It felt like you kind of like feeling a certain way and then there was kind of this introspective idea of questioning if that was kind of okay to feel that way is that is that a normal reaction am i touching anything that gets close to kind of what you were speaking to at all <laughs> well um i think that's a cool way to think about it uh, <laughs> one of the things i like most about music is that you can write a song uh -huh. and everybody can have kind of their own thought or their own feeling about it. You know, Absolutely. like I, I think about like writing songs like this as kind of like um, not so much as making a painting, but kind of making a painting that's also like a mirror, mm -hmm. you know, for the listener. Oh, dope. Um, so, I, yeah. So I kind of like that, you know, if you can kind of craft a set of words and a set of music that can come together and make someone think about it for themselves and yep. see something in a situation for themselves, then that's really kind of like the ultimate goal for me. So, so hearing you say that, I feel like I kind of, I kind of got to that space for you, and that's that's cool. Nice, and thank you for entertaining my my, my thoughts on it. Um, no, it's no, that's what it's about. I mean, if people don't have their own thoughts about the music, yep. um, you know, they don't have to listen to it. Absolutely, and it's fun to compare with other people <laughs> and take away. I, you know, what I read a lot of poetry, and like there was reading when I um got to uh, the is is in this moment the closing track on the album. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. It works so well as a closing track, but I mean, that's so, so poetic. Have you been writing poetry? Have you, is this something that's a, like kind of a, a part of your background? Um, yeah, this is kind of, I guess, a hobby. I don't really like have any uh, set ideals of like being a poet oh. or like publishing volumes or something, but I, I have always loved uh poetry and kind of shorter like more distilled works of words and i've definitely yeah. been known to 
to slap a few down in my notebook um, here and there. Uh, in fact, in the tour diaries, uh, when we go on tour, there's a tour diary on Watt's website for every tour. He does a great job of like really, really kind of cataloging all the events of the day and this uh -huh. and that. But I just sort of try to distill it down and I write a haiku or two every day for, for my, my entries to the tour diary. But, um, you know, in this moment, that actually is one of my little poems that I wrote down. I went for a hike uh, one uh -huh. day and I, I wasn't like really prepared and I kind of like thought I was going to pass out and got really like tired. <laughs> Are you really in the New Mexico I, sun? Is that correct? It was actually in the middle of Los Angeles and gotcha. um, that where uh, that uh, I guess is Mount Hollywood where Griffith yeah. Observatory is. I mean, it's like yeah. a pretty extensive set of trails. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, I, I remember my friends. Uh, Alan and Aaron, they were like, make sure you take enough water. And I was like, I'll be fine. It's <laughs> the middle good. of LA, you know? Yep. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't. And so I ended up like finding a little patch of shade to kind of sit down in and chill out. And obviously I ended up being cool, but I did write that little poem down in, in, uh, in that, in that spot. Yeah. It's be It's beautiful. It's, it's like the, the visuals really, really stuck with me. Um, let me ask you about, you've mentioned it a couple of times and I'm excited you're coming through Mercury Lounge in New York in October. I can't wait to check you guys out, but a uh, 58 date tour, that's, that's a lot. You guys, um, you guys enjoy getting out there and spending time on the road. Uh, that, that's got to be the case, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, what can we expect on that tour? We're going to see, we're going to hear, it sounds like, it sounds like we're going to hear these songs from the first two albums, but also uh, there sounds like a third in the work that's going to be a big part of it. Yeah, well, we're going to play all the music from the Human Reaction album. We're gotcha. going to play awesome. a, couple of, a couple of pieces from the previous record. Uh -huh. um, we're also going to be playing the music from the MSSV meets Nels Klein 7-inch um, that Striped Light Records put out a couple years ago. I want to talk and, about that uh, too, yeah. Yeah, they, they just reissued it, actually, because it, it was sold out for a while, but they just made a new uh, so pressing. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and then... Um, and then, yeah, so I wrote a whole new set of music for the next album. And so we're going to be kind of splitting that in half and um, doing half of it one night and half of it the next night. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Let me ask you real quick about that MSSV meets Nels Klein single. Um, it's a song called What's So Funny About, in parentheses, Social Justice. Uh, how'd that come to be? I think that's such a tremendous track. It's absolutely fabulous. I love Nels too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's actually a seven inch, so it's got an A side and a B side. But yep. uh, social justice is the A side, and then Nels wrote a song called "Loose Stone, Fresh Oil." That's the second side. So, basically, what it is is uh, I wrote a song for the four of us, and uh -huh. then Nels wrote a song for the four of us. Oh wow! And uh, we recorded it, and that's that's the two tracks for the seven inch. But it was actually kind of funny because you know, like um, when I asked if. Hodges would want to play drums with us on that first tour. I asked him because Watts record um, contemplating the engine room was a really important album for me. Me too. Um, yeah, like kind of in the way it, for me in that in the time I heard it, like late 90s, I think I was trying to figure out this idea of like how you could be influenced and inspired by all types of music and mm -hmm. then make a new music that draws from all of like a person's inspirations without kind of being beholden to a certain type of genre wow. little slot that they try to put you in. And I kind of was working on that for like a few years, like, man, there's gotta be a way where I can play this, 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 and this, where it doesn't sound like, okay, here's the country tune. Here's the 
here's the jazz song, here's oh. the rock song, here's the polka, you know. So hearing that record, it actually kind of solidified that idea for me, like it could be done because I heard them do it uh, in, in like a really the most masterful way on that whole album. And so, of course, that album is Watt and Hodges and our friend Nels Klein. So yeah. I remember at one point Watt said we should maybe ask Nels if he wanted to do something with us. I think because of that connection from that band and then this band and the title of this band has a connection to the uh, the book, uh, the movie called The Sand Pebbles based on the book that was also inspirational to contemplating the engine room. So there's all these like little oh connections that made it make sense and so the mssv meets nels klein seven inch is kind of a little like connective tissue to the whole thing that's cool it's deep, it's deeper than i thought i'm glad i'm glad we, we got to discuss that but so you guys you three are like a serious force of nature if you ask me i was i was listening to you you know the opening track uh say what you gotta say your guitar is just shredding the percussion in the track that follows uh was it french road drifters gets it's just it's just stunning all these tracks, Junk Haiku, Pity Parody, they really, they really get me. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to talk about it with you and spread the word some, and I'm, I can't wait to see you uh, guys perform it here in a little bit. So thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. I'm proud to spread the word about it. Oh yeah, thanks for having me, Michael. To close, here is some of the song MSSV crafted with Nels Klein that was discussed in the episode entitled "What's So Funny About Social Justice."
This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.